Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So everyone who thinks our friendship is perfect. Y'all are wrong. I just want to tell you you're wrong. Let me tell you why. Oh my God. I know. I already know what you're going to say. This morning I was sitting in my bed and Ashley comes in and says, Hey, I'm going to get coffee. Would you like a coffee? <laughs> just spasmed <laughs> completely. Almost knocked <laughs> My entire laptop over. I'm so sorry. Continue. That is the one. If you watch YouTube, that's the one advantage when we have random moments like that. Like you see Oof, it. It got you know? me. It got me. Anyways, back to my story. Ashley was like, Taryn, would you like a coffee? I said, oh my gosh, I would love a coffee because I was having a stressful morning. Mm-hmm. So I text her my full order. She did. They all get back and I'm like, oh, thank God. Coffee's here. And Ashley comes up and looks at me and goes, oh, I forgot your coffee so our friendship has holes and that hole's name is (laughs) okay i'm just saying whose middle name has the word hole in it oh (laughs) if i was sitting close enough i would hit a button She's mad. I am hurt. <laughs> I am upset. <laughs> Thought we talked this out already. Uh, Clearly not. Guys, don't ever forget your friend's coffee orders. <laughs> they will stab you in the back. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Uh, that was that was real and raw for Dead. you. Ash, never ever ever forget your friend's coffee I'm orders. I'm just kidding. I love Don't you. Don't touch me. 
I'm touching no, She's you. touching my knee. No, Taryn. I love you so much. I just, I did it for the content, you know? You know? I figured it'd be a funny Content opening. baby content. Content a- baby content. Um, we're a podcast, if you're wondering yeah. what you're listening to. <laughs> if you're new, this is probably like the roughest intro we could have <laughs> done for you. Um, hi, I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. And we are Unsolicited Advice. We are the most unprofessional advice givers on the planet, yep. but y'all love us for some reason. So yep. we are here to advise you again. Also, um, I'm realizing we're we're pre-recording this. Thanksgiving is this Thursday. You guys are going to hear this after Thanksgiving. Oh. So hopefully you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, I don't know what that looked like for everyone. Yeah. This year's a little different, but hopefully you got a chance to, you know, be thankful, be grateful, yeah. remember what's important. Um, I don't know about the rest of you, but LA is going back kind of not like yeah. severe lockdown, but our outdoor seating has been taken away. Um, so which I was kind of loving, like, I mean, we really don't go out to eat often at all. We've been trying to be really careful, but like there's we a balance, went, there's yeah, a balance, there's a balance. And I think for our mental sanity, we, we kind of were like, yeah, we like, we need a couple nights out every yeah, once in a especially while, especially at our local small business restaurants yeah. where you, you don't want them to go anywhere. So you want to yeah. support them. And we went the other night and I was We just kept talking about how impressed we were with what they created with their outside space. Mm -hmm. Like they had, there was like twinkle lights up. There was like plastic like Mm -hmm. dividers. So you felt like you were a booth, but on the sidewalk, like nobody was in contact and it just felt like really safe and clean. And I kind of like loved it. (laughs) Yeah. It's a really bummer. It's wow. It's a really big bummer to have to say goodbye Mm -hmm. to our outdoor seating. Obviously we got to do what we got to do to get through this pandemic. Um, but yeah, super bummed for that. I know. Um, I think the estimated time is three weeks, which I'm just going to mentally prepare myself for longer than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun going out for like a drink or for like appetizers yeah. or something like that. Um, so yeah, we're a little bummed, but it's we're, okay. Yeah. I just decided I'm going to watch a ton of YouTube videos and I'm going to, to try to step up my dinner game. Cause I think I've I gotten, that. I think I, I think us as a household, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think us as a household in the middle of like severe lockdown, yeah, we all stepped up our cooking game. We did. We, we thrived. Really? We were like, okay, if we're, if we have to cook from home, like we're all going to take turns and we're yeah. going to look up recipes and we're going to make yeah. it like a big thing. The second restaurants opened up again, it's <laughs> true. We like we stopped. Like and the it's second fine, there was like, like normalcy again, yeah. we just kind of got like lazier with that. Yeah. I was like, which, oh, let's order out. Yeah. Maybe this like three weeks will be good. Like yeah. we can like. Was it yeah. you that sent me the meme or told me the meme that was like what I love about 2020 is that now yeah. eating out is acceptable and considered supporting local yeah. businesses. <laughs> it was yeah. Great. Like ordering takeout every day. Is yeah. Supporting is now a, an applaudable thing because yep. you're supporting your local mm-hmm. businesses. Yeah. I support. Never mind your health. Yeah. No. Who cares? Just as long support as we're the supporting. Locals. Yeah. I support every day. Oh, we would love like December. We were talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Um, since, you know, December is a time where you're seeing lots of family, a lot of family functions, obviously it's going to be a little different this year. And since we're all probably going to be robbed of our usual family functions, yeah, we thought it'd be cool if you guys could send in specifically 
family function, like awkward situations or advice with like family members. Drama. So we can do like all thing, like holiday family function yes. stuff. Yes. We want like, yeah. We want like awkward, awkward. We want embarrassing. Funny. We want all the drama. Terrible. Send it in. I'm just kidding. The crazy uncle that always yes. you have to sit next yes. to that has oh, yeah. like these crazy stories. Yeah. Um, we live for that stuff. We want so. it all. Please send it in. Good times. Well, guess what, Ash? What? I got to turn it up today. You have a turn. What? Look at us yeah. switching things up. Oops. I just Switching's lost my... Oh. Should yes. I stall? Yeah, stall for like should a I, sec. Should I, should I tell a funny story? Oh my gosh. Yeah. You have a funny story? I don't have a funny story. Oh. I was just going to whip something up real quick. <laughs> okay. If well, you needed I think, a second. I think I'm ready. Okay. Well, thank God. Okay. <laughs> we all know I'm terrible <laughs> at improvisation. I was like, you have a story. <laughs> I... Okay. So like when we first started the podcast, mm-hmm. like I think it was our... No, because we didn't have ads right away. It kind of took a minute. Are you sipping my Diet Coke? Does that mean you forgive me for my coffee? Oh. <laughs> oh. ASMR? What are you doing? <laughs> you would not. You wouldn't dare. Just kidding. How dare you? <laughs> um, I wanted to get the ASMR in there. Yeah, you did. You Live nailed for it. that stuff. You Thank nailed you. it. I swallowed a bunch of air, though. <laughs> not ow she's like i need time to recover <laughs> um when we first started doing the podcast and when we first got ads mm-hmm. mark was like okay guys so like here's the ad copies but like go ahead and just like ad lib your stuff and <laughs> ashley was like okay but like what do we read and he's like you know like you know like there, here's points like basically just if you guys are curious we get like a it's called an ad copy and it's like the what the brand would like us to talk about about their talking points. Yeah. Talking points. It's not word for word. No, not word for word. And all the brands usually send us stuff so we can speak about it ourselves, Mm -hmm. which is important to me and Ash. Cause like, we don't ever want to be someone that's just like, pay me money and I'll like sell this cream that does nothing. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're very like interested in like what ads we get anyway. So, so the first time we do it, so I'm like ad-libbing this stuff. Taryn's and Ashley it. was like- Taryn's good at this stuff. Ashley kept like getting super nervous and she would like stutter over her line and then she'd be like, wait, but what do I read? And it was the cutest but thing. what do I say? What do you but want exactly from me? what exactly do I say? Exactly. Yeah. I need to know exactly. And you know what? I figured this out a long time ago. I'll tell you why. I, before, way back in the day, before I even came out here, before I ever knew what I was going to do, I thought I was going to be a sign language interpreter mm-hmm. and I'm going to be just real honest. I was good. Yeah. I wasn't great, but I was good. Okay. And whenever it came to like on the spot stuff, which I, t- I actually got through most of the certification program. Yeah. I was going to say um, you went far. And I did get really far, but uh, something that would happen at that level is they would just like on the spot, like it, we weren't speaking at all. It was all sign language. It was ASL, like American sign language. And, um, I would always have to take a minute to like process what I, what I wanted to say before I would sign something back Got it. because I, I was so bad at just on the spot stuff. I'm yeah. not, I've never been good at that, Yeah, but I nailed my projects because I could rehearse them. Yeah. I, everyone always said like, that was like my greatest strength was because I knew I didn't have to think and I would just yeah. like go for it. That's what I, that's how I am in life, period. That's why I do good on my channel, not like a TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I do good, <laughs> you know, like it's I'm in control Yeah, and that's where I thrive and I'll throw all the emotions in when I don't have to think about it. 
Yeah. But if you have to have me think about it, then I'm just going to have the blankest. That's a weird, where, where are we going with I, this? Oh, cause you were going to ad lib a story and you're oh. like, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I can't ad lib. Also, I've been like working in my room all day and this is the first time I've really spoken to anyone. So I feel like that's why I'm extra like, yeah. Also, Let's if you're on talk. the, on the YouTube channel, you might notice the light changing. It's, you know, daylight savings is, is a real like, mind us. game. Yep. And uh, we couldn't film until later today, so it might get darker. We pulled out a light, a ring light, to you know, we'll show you our pretty faces, but it might get dark. <laughs> Ooh, bro, I don't know about pretty today. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to like, you know, it's what we do on this tangent. stupid podcast because we just keep talking. Um, I have a tangent up called The One with the Vacuum, which, by Ooh. the way, I don't know if you meant to, but love the like friends title you know how every friends episode is like the the one one with Mm -hmm. yeah that's good this one killed me because this is so something i would do okay hi ashley and taryn i wanted to start by telling you guys i love the podcast and i lick i lick (laughs) i look forward to listening each week the dynamic you two share is my favorite i've been meaning to send the story and i figured there was no better time than now Mm. love that attitude Mm -hmm. let's Mm -hmm. all embrace that attitude for this week Mm -hmm. no time better than the present do it. The power of now. Mm. I've had three mm. people mention to me that I need to read that book within the last like couple weeks. Oh, I know. I feel like I should read I it. Need to go get it. My name is Jasmine and you can say it on the episode. And for a bit of background, I'm an Enneagram two. Well, hello, fellow two. Oh, I know all about you. So I relate a lot with Taryn. Yes, you do. For the past three summers, my summer job was at golf course serving drinks and snacks at the snack bar. When many of the golfers are on the course, it's pretty slow inside. Last summer, it was a slow day, so I decided to vacuum because I was bored. And honestly, I love vacuuming. Weird, I know. I'm the same. I do, too. I, I like when, like, the lines go, like, perfect, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Um, except my dog is terrified of vacuums and tries to fight them. So that kind of took out the joy because it's just him, like, barking nonstop. Okay, while I was vacuuming, there was a chunk of a hot dog on the floor that I debated picking up. I contemplated it and decided, nah, I'll just try to vacuum it up. Me. This is where things go wrong. Me. I literally. I'm always like, it can handle that. I'll look at something and I'll be like. It can handle that. (laughs) Sure. Let's give it a go. Do you like weirdly like the noise it makes when it goes in? I love the noise it makes because one, it's kind of like very satisfying. Yeah. But two, there's a risk involved. And part yes. of me really loves like the will it, won't it, will it, won't it scenario that it puts and you in every single fine, time. You're like, I knew I could I do also, it. Also at the same time, because I am such a, like, I play things very safe in life in general. That's true. <laughs> I feel a little rebellious and, and that's fun for me. We love rebellious Ash. <laughs> you like, keep vacuuming I those nails. Vacuum this. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. And then she's just in a room like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. So she's contemplating picking it up. And this is where things go wrong. I had to tip the vacuum back on its wheels to drop it over the hot dog trunk. (laughs) Because when I tried to vacuum it normally, it was too big and the vacuum kept pushing it away. (laughs) I relate to this story so Uh much. When I dropped the vacuum over the trunk, it made a really loud noise. I thought the piece might have gotten stuck, so I turned off the vacuum and looked underneath, but I didn't see anything, so I just turned it back on and kept sweeping. 
One of the guys from the pro shop, which is connected to our snack bar through a hallway, came running over because he said he heard a noise and wanted to make sure I was okay. I just shrugged and said, oh, I don't know what that was. (laughs) The guy that came over to check on me happened to be my best friend's ex-boyfriend. For a bit more background, my best friend also happens to manage the snack bar. I love that. Like when you like know everyone you work with. As I kept vacuuming, I was like, man, the course must be dusty today because there was a lot of dirt coming up from the carpets. I told my bestie this story I'm sharing with you because I told her I might have broken the vacuum. So if the pro shop asked, just say we don't know what happened. (laughs) Later that same day, she came to me in tears from laughing so hard because her ex-boyfriend was using the vacuum and complaining that it smelled like it was burning. And then the vacuum burst into (laughs) flames. Yes, it caught on fire and he had to sit it outside because the whole building smelled burnt. Oh, we were laughing so hard and he didn't understand what was so funny. It turns out what I thought was dust was actually smoke. After a few days, the vacuum was in our supply room with a sign that said, do not use. And to this day, the vacuum sits in the supply room untouched. (laughs) So that was the time that I broke a vacuum with a hot dog. I hope you guys read this on the podcast. I love y'all. Thanks for keeping me entertained on my drives to work. XOXO, Jasmine. (laughs) Jazzy Jazz. Uh A little risk taker. Vacuuming the the hot dog anyway. Dude, that's epic that it's just there. It's still there. It's there right now. Yeah. It's there right now. Send us a photo. (laughs) We would love to frame it. We want to see it. Oh my God, that's so funny. And what's amazing is like, it looks like the ex-boyfriend broke the vacuum. Yeah, because he's the last one. That's, I mean, that's always the goal. Like all of us have done that where we've broken something. We've "Mm." jimmied it to the point where it doesn't look broken because we know that the next person that even touches it, it's going to break again, but it's their fault. Yep. Not me. We've all done it. Not me. We've all done it. Not me. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right, girl, you want to go? I would love to. Uh, 
Okay. My story today has a great title. Um, it's just a different, it's different. Okay. It's not about relationships. It's not, you know, just a different topic. Love it. This one is titled, you'd better not cry. You better not cry. Mm -hmm. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming. What was wrong with the key I was singing in? Oh, I was just trying to sing along. I don't know why, but like, I love messing with you today. Don't touch me. Okay. <laughs> Please read. <laughs> hey, Taryn. I had to check and make sure I spelled it right. Did she saw <laughs> it? She did. Nice. And Ashley. As always, I'd like to start by saying how much I love your podcast. I just listened to the episode where someone wrote in about ha- not having a passion and feeling lazy because of it, which is something I've been going through lately. And your advice really made me feel better. My name is, and I'm going to give this a go. I'm probably going to mess it up, so don't come at me. Um, but Yan Wu, pretty sure. Okay. She said, of course, I can use her name. And I am a South Korean listener who's currently struggling her way through high school. But to make it easier for you guys, you guys can call me Evelyn, which is my English name. Perfect. Now, to get right into it, I wanted to talk about a problem I've had for a while now, which, to put it simply, is that I feel like I'm way too big of a crybaby. In fact, I just got done with a good cry session, and what's wrong with it is the fact that it happened at school. Mm. Allow me to elaborate. I think I've been pretty emotional ever since I was a kid. You know, that one kid who watches a documentary about starving children in class and ends up silently bawling her eyes out and walks Mm -hmm. out of class with puffy eyes. The one kid who cries at just about every Disney movie, no matter how many times she rewatches them. Seriously, I don't know how many times I've watched High School Musical too, and I still (laughs) sob when Gabriella has to go her own way. (laughs) Yeah, the scene most people find comedic, now I I cry out. Um, I never thought it was that much of an issue. It's just who I am. And I can't help the fact that I tear up at every sad song. I was even proud of it in a way. Sure that I had the ability to empathize with someone better than anyone I knew and that it made me someone easy to talk to in times of crisis. That is until I realized that it's not being emotional. That's the problem, but more of crying at every little emotion. I'm not a big happy crier, but whenever I'm frustrated or angry, tears are quick to spring into my eyes and it gets really annoying when I'm just trying to get my point across, but my tears, Mm. but my tear ducts disagree with me. (laughs) It should have been an easy problem to solve. Just take a couple deep breaths, calm down, et cetera. And that did work when it came to just me being mad about something. The problem was when I was genuinely upset about something and wanted to express my emotions clearly, but my voice would shake and the next thing I know, I'd be sobbing. Not only that, but I also feel like I'm getting a bit too sensitive about certain things. For example, I mentioned at the top of this letter that I just got done with a good cry. (laughs) The reason for this was that during math class, I dropped my pencil case while leaning across to help my friend with a problem. After I finished explaining how to solve it, I went back to my worksheet and forgot about my poor pencil case still on the floor until I needed a red pen to mark the paper. I bent down to pick it up, but it was gone. Disappeared. I scoured the floor, but nothing. It was gone, and no matter how many times I looked, I couldn't find it. This was around the time I suspected my friends were pranking me. I turned to the one I'd helped with a question, but she said she didn't know. 
I asked my friend sitting in front of me, but she just wiggled her brows, then explained my pencil case had evaporated and went, oh, maybe this means we're in a simulation. This clearly didn't bother me too much, but when class was coming to an end and I still couldn't find it, I began to grow annoyed. At this point, I knew it had to be my friends playing a prank on me. After all, no one was helping me look for it, and I'd caught two of them giggling and whispering while glancing over at me earlier. I asked again, and they denied any knowledge of the situation. I guess our voices must have gotten a bit loud since the teacher was giving us a look, and the simulation friend was like, if you guys are going to fight, take it outside. The teacher came over and told us to stop messing around. This really upset me, although I knew it was stupid. I hated feeling like I'd disrupted class and I'd always really disliked getting in the teacher's bad books. At this point, I gave up, mostly because I was close to tears. When class ended, the simulation friend came to help me find it, and turns out it had been in my desk the entire time. Oh, no. But I swear I didn't pick it up. And even if I did, who puts their pencil case in their desk instead of on top of it? It was way deep inside, too. My friend denied everything until the end. And what really bothered me was that if she had just admitted to the prank and maybe laughed a little, it would have been okay. But now I looked like a kid who disrupted class for nothing and got worked up at her friend for something she hadn't even done. I felt like an idiot and hated that I probably looked like one too. I came back to homeroom class and cried until our teacher came back to take our temperatures before lunch. Worst way to cry, really, wearing a mask and glasses when you're trying to cry secretively really sucks, aka snotty masks. (laughs) I'll leave it at that. So my question for you is how do I stop getting so emotional and upset over little things like this? I know it's so freaking stupid and I feel like I'm overreacting way too much. I want to figure out a way to stop being so quote unquote sensitive. Even if you guys don't read this, just writing out the situation really helped me calm down. And I think when I really do feel better, I'll go talk to my friend about exactly what it was that upset me. Love, Evelyn. Wow. I feel like I just lost my pencil case. <laughs> I yeah. f- the way you worded that was really helpful because I feel like I'm like sitting there in your shoes. Yeah. Um. So many things to unpack here, but um. First of all, thank you so much for writing and entrusting us with this. Um. There's so many things I want to say, but like, I think first of all, I don't think there's anything wrong with being emotional. Yeah, I think. You're, I feel like she's word, you're wording it like it's a bad thing. I think it is, yeah, because emotional, I mean, we all are emotional to our own extent, and that's not a bad thing. I think, I think what you're struggling with is the reaction in regards to how it correlates with the situation, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, getting mad and crying isn't necessarily like a bad thing, which Mm -hmm. I mean, we talk about this all the time, no emotional response, even if it's quote unquote, like an inappropriate response for the situation is wrong because it's telling you something about how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is something to watch for when you have, you know, like when I work, when like my job working with kids, like if, a child accidentally rips their paper Mm -hmm. and then they scream, throw themselves on the floor, are like hysterically crying. Like 
that's what I would call like an inappropriate response to a situation. Yeah. So then we look deeper into it, which is what I would say. Am I like going for it right now? Or do you want to say something first? No, go for it. Okay. Okay. Um, I think sometimes like when, when that specifically is present, it's, it's really important to like look at not necessarily the specific situations, but more internally, like where you're at, Mm -hmm. because we've talked about this before, but like my favorite metaphor is talking about like, you know, like a cup, right. And like Mm -hmm. every time you feel angry or sad or have anxiety, like your cup is filling. And if you're not able to like express or release or get that stuff out it's gonna keep filling to the point where like the tiniest drop like your friends playing a prank with your pencil case is gonna cause this huge overflow reaction because Mm -hmm. your body doesn't know where else to like Mm -hmm. put it you know so I would say like Yes, there. it might just be that you're super in tune with your emotions and that you have big emotional responses to things and that's okay. And you can find ways to cope with that or just kind of like let people know, like mm-hmm. when you start crying, being like, oh my God, just so you know, like I'm a crier. You know what I mean? Because that mm-hmm. sometimes just acknowledging it helps both sides. Yeah. But, to help them understand that it's yes. not a severe, serious thing. Because most people oh, totally. respond to crying by being like, oh my God, what happened? What did I do? Yeah. And I know like I've had friends too that they'll be like, they'll start getting emotional and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I cry over everything. Yeah. Like, and you're just like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, so either, I think you need to find either this is just part of who you are and you can find tools to deescalate and also like find ways to cope and, kind of bring people in around you so that it's not awkward or I think you need to spend some time to like check in and see like okay am I always at this like escalated emotional state and that's why these things are like causing me to freak out Mm -hmm. and and just kind of like work on that and and it's always it's hard to de-escalate when you're right in the midst of a scenario yeah all of your hard work needs to happen before you're even near a situation. Yeah. So like, what's your morning routine? Like, like what's your, um, you know, what's your self-talk like, like what, what are you doing at the end of your day and the beginning of your day to get emotions out or to check in with yourself to see like, what do you have someone where you can talk at? to? Yeah, oh, yeah. Fully like journaling, um, listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. like, stress balls like whatever it is Even there's like so meditating many or yeah me- meditating meditating <laughs> or praying yeah. like those things help get those emotions out too fully um so like a- it's hard to know because I don't know deeper right. but right from what I'm hearing those would be my two yeah things I would say yeah I completely agree with Taryn the cup overflowing thing is such a me thing I'm I am actually as quiet as I am, I'm a pretty angry person on the inside. And that doesn't happen until I've let my cup get to the brim. And then all of a sudden yeah. little things, I will feel myself wanting to punch a wall. Yeah. And that's when I know something's wrong with me. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. like, Oh, mm, that's a, that's an overreaction. What you're feeling right now. Yeah. Like if Taryn, like flipped her hair weird and it bothered me. I shouldn't be feeling so angry about that. Like I shouldn't feel that the rage inside. That's when I have to look inside and be like, okay, what's going on with me? Yeah. Like your antenna goes up of like, whoa, like she flipped her hair. It should not affect you in that way. You know, there's little things like that. Um, and there's also me and Taryn were just talking about this. Um, but 
there's times also where you just, you, you know that you need to start dealing with something a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, what's super funny is me and Taryn were just talking about this mm-hmm. the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know me at all, you know that I hate potty talk whatsoever. I like refuse to talk about it. I, I don't do potty things in front of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a hard time discussing it and I don't know why no one knows why. Um, <laughs> but imagine this is me at 30. Yeah. Imagine me at 20 or oh. 15 for that matter. Yeah. I, for, for that, like I legitimately, like I did not do anything in front of anyone, let alone talk about things. Um, but I was telling Taryn this literally like two days ago. Um, I was with my ex and his boyfriend or wow. <laughs> I was with my ex and his family <laughs> and, um, he, they were talking about potty stuff and I was keeping it cool, man. I was mm-hmm. keeping it bottled in. I wasn't letting it show. I was like, I realized this is dumb and I'm not going to bring it up. But of course, he brought it up. And <laughs> I had never been more embarrassed in my life that I cried Aww. on the spot. I knew how dumb I looked and I felt like an idiot because people should be able to talk and joke about this kind of stuff. But yeah. for some reason, I can't. He understood that. But his family, I all I could think about was his family thinking, oh, this is Ash. a weird one. And I immediately cried. And I hate hated myself for doing that because it just took an already like kind of weird it wasn't awkward until I made it awkward by crying and And then then, everyone's eyes are on you everyone's eyes are on me and I was just sitting there going why why like why did I give myself away and then of course (laughs) like it became a big deal and he Uh, he of course didn't mean anything by it and apologized but that also was a turning point for me where yeah. I realized that I needed to calm down Yeah, about something that is so normal mm-hmm. and should be able to be talked about and joked about. I was making that a big deal. Yeah. And again, that's another time where I realized I was like, this is on me. Yeah. <laughs> I need to deal with my own things if that's going to make me cry, you know? Yeah. Like almost like a... It's not, it's not bad that that makes you uncomfortable, uh-huh. but realizing like, it okay, well, I'm gonna, me. I'm gonna be forced to be in these scenarios. Little did you know that my you best friend was to me have <laughs> Enter me dirtiest potty mouth on the planet. <laughs> planet. <laughs> this is what happens when we record late. I cannot oh, talk. I'm dead. But then at the same time, I do want to say this. When you're in high school, your emotions are all over the place. Oh yeah. How old is she? Did she say? I don't, all I know is she's in high school. Oh yeah, girl. Don't worry. Currently struggling her way through high school. So I do want to say that. (laughs) It's worse and better. (laughs) But I feel like the, the emotion, the like control that you have over your emotions, I think does get better to a degree. It might not ever, this is something that it sounds like you'll probably struggle with your whole life because you're an emotional person and that's fine. And that's, yeah. that's normal. But I do think you'll be able to have a better hold on those emotions. The older you get, Yeah, because you, I mean, hormones are just all over the place oh, in high school. Fully. I cried over everything. Yeah. Every little crush that didn't look at me, I'd be like, Meh. yeah, <laughs> I think you, I think you just get better at like gauging where you're at, gauging where you're at, checking in, you kind of find like the things that work to chill you out. Mm-hmm. Like I know I have them and, um, but I, f- I fully get it. I hate, I, I am the opposite. I cry over everything that is like happy and like 
if someone's crying, I cry, whatever. But when I cry about something I'm actually mad about, Mm -hmm. I like, I hate it so much. Ashley knows every time I do it, I always like bury my face because I'm like, oh, but I cry about like everything else. Yeah. So I think it's just coming. First of all, don't see it as like a negative thing, but see it as like, just check in, kind of see where it's maybe coming from. Um, Try some different things out, like look up different coping mechanisms for like when you are feeling like over exerted in your emotions Mm -hmm. and, and then just like try some out. And, but like I said, as soon as you say something, every time I'm doing something I'm like embarrassed about, I just call it out and then everyone like, we like giggle about it and then it's fine. Yeah. So it's just like, you just gotta like throw it out there and not Mm -hmm. have it be something that controls you that you're embarrassed by, but just be like, it is what it is. Like this is who I am, you know? Anyways, but yeah, thanks for sharing. Thank you so much for sharing. I guarantee you there are other, there are a lot of listeners right now who fit in the same boat um, and hi, have experienced everyone. something like that. Yes. Um, especially, especially in now. high school. <laughs> well, and like, uh, we were even talking about, I was having like these, I was having like extreme emotions and Ash finally sat me down and was like, Hey, I'm like worried about you. I just want to check in. Like, do you think that you're like getting a little bit depressed like are you dealing with like all this stuff and just going through a lot yeah just her sitting me down and being like hey you've had a lot of changes with your job like you've had a lot going on here and here and here like you've been extra like needy and emotional like are you okay and I was like oh shoot you know yeah so everyone's doing it we came to this huge realization that we need to be um more gracious and patient with ourselves this year because even though it doesn't feel like it because because life is still going on. We're dealing with a lot oh this gosh, year. So much. Um, this is a crazy year that is actually affecting the world. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and we're, we're dealing with emotions. Maybe we haven't dealt with before problems mm-hmm. we haven't dealt with before and we need to be more kind to oh, ourselves. Fully. Fully. Um, so yeah. Yeah. The message got this, to be girl. taken away from today. <laughs> you got this. Okay, my story is a short one. Oh, lovely, because I feel like I took a long time. No, I loved it. It was perfect. Great. This one is titled, How to Lose a Friend in 10 Days. Ooh, catchy. (laughs) Love this. All right. Hey, ladies. I don't think you know how much your podcast has helped me grow and has made me into the best advice giver ever. She's like, okay, enough soppiness. Let's get into my story. My name is Jamie Lee. Yes, you can use my name. And to understand me as a person, you need to know that I'm 21 years old and I'm an Enneagram type nine wing one, which means Ashley is my spirit animal. Oh my gosh. What? I read something from a two and a nine today. You did. I was going to say you did, but I did. But still. They were both yours. Yeah. Yeah. In touch with myself. Okay, so I have three best friends that I have been with, been friends with for 14 years. Our families are all best friends too, so you can't get a closer knit group than us. One of my friends, let's call her Lucy, has been pulling away from us ever since March. We have been heartbroken about it and have felt so abandoned. We've reached out several times and get ignored. Lucy told us that we did nothing wrong, so does she just not want to be friends anymore? 
We then spoke with Lucy and sorted everything out, or so I thought. That's so worse. Yeah. When you like are like, hey, let's I talk we about dealt with it that already, and then you're like, oh, this doesn't. We didn't obviously. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. My 21st rolled around, and because I couldn't hold a huge event, I took my family and friends away to a secluded lodge for the weekend. I asked Lucy to come, and she said she couldn't because she was afraid of COVID-19. This is completely understandable, but on Saturday, I saw she was at someone's house taking no precautions. Y'all, every social media, if you are going to lie about something, like, cover your trail. I mean... (laughs) Like, it blows my mind. Like, people will be like, oh, I can't come. I'm sick. And then there's stories at Disneyland, and I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... You know what I mean? She, I mean, I don't... I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, but, like, uh, yes. that dumb, dumb move. <laughs> like, at least just be <laughs> like, on. hey, I'm so sorry. I just can't make it. Like, like don't why, give a specific... Yes, exactly. Why Lying yeah. is such a difficult, complicated thing to do. Yes. Why do it? When you don't have to. It's because, I mean, it all comes down to, actually, let's keep going. Let's. Because I feel like. We're diving in already. (laughs) Calm down. Okay. Um, Fast forward a bit and we organized a Zoom catch-up session, which means no one's in contact, so we're all safe. She then told us she didn't want to join because she felt pressured by us. I have reached out privately and have been met with cold responses. Basically, this is a quick summary of what happened. So now here is what I need advice. I've cried so many tears over this and I feel so deflated. I continually give a piece of myself to everyone in my life, but I need to receive a piece of them too. Lucy is not giving me anything back, Mm. but I still keep giving her a piece of myself. How do I know when to stop giving if I'm not getting anything in return? How do I know when to let someone go? And how do I deal with the heartbreak of this? Mm. <laughs> this got me, this sentence right here. I need Mama Taryn to come out and tell me what I should do. Don't we all? Don't I love that all. you guys know that I'm like, I'm ready to do anything for you. <laughs> um, thank you for letting me write down my thoughts. I love you girls and all that you have taught me. Sending loads of love from South Africa, Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee, girl. Oof. Friendship stuff sucks. Friendship stuff is the worst. Go ahead, Ash. You can go first. Uh, I feel like in situations like this, I don't know if this is like healthy or not healthy, but I'm going to just share it anyway. This is a safe space. This is a safe space. Safe space. Um, when it comes to stuff like this, I am the queen of, I will always forgive, but never forget, right? Like that's the... The Got motto. It. Okay. Uh, I don't have like a three strike rule, but I'll keep tabs of like what people do for me and what I do for people. Got it. And again, I don't know if that's healthy, but um, that's something that I do. And when it comes to friendships, I will notice when someone consistently chooses to not be there for me. And okay. I will notice when someone consistently chooses someone else over me. Um, here and there's fine. That's normal. But in my head, again, not sure how healthy this is, but I keep track. Mm-hmm. And if someone, if, if I continue to reach out to someone and someone keeps shutting the door, shutting the door, shutting the door, I give it like five to 10 chances, depending on how close I am to that person. If I continue to get that answer, then I will back off. Yeah. And that's not because I don't like them or don't love them. 
Um, but because I, I care about myself and I have to protect myself also. Yeah. yeah. So, um, obviously you guys are family friends. I don't think she's going to completely disappear from your life forever. Yeah. Um, but she, it does sound like she's clearly wanting space. Yeah. Um, and after a few attempts, I, w- I would back off and give her that space because that's something she's choosing to do. Yeah. Um, you've made it very clear that you want to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. So as long as, as long as you've made it extremely clear that you love her and you want to be friends with her, um, you've done the, the most you can do. And if you want to be there for her, if, and when she returns, then that's great. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't waste your time or emotions specifically on, um, someone who clearly doesn't want it yeah. right now simply out of protection for yourself yeah. if that makes sense oh no it makes total sense because I feel like well okay so um first of all obviously I'm so sorry that you're feeling this way like no one deserves to feel this way especially when it's someone like friendships are just so precious mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm especially close ones, family ones like that. And like even Ash has experienced, like if I ever feel like a drift between me and her, like I go a little crazy because Mm -hmm. I, I think that like, she does. I do. I do. It's fine. (laughs) I I acknowledge we, we know like I'm like the needy emo one in the relationship. Like I'm the girl. She's the guy a thousand percent. Yep. Um, not that every girl is needy and emo. I just want to throw that out there. Not that it's bad having guy emotions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but like, it's just friendships are such a precious thing. And there's some, there are people that you rely on for everything. Mm -hmm. Not that like you always guess a guy's going to leave, but you're kind of like not surprised when it happens just because of what you see statistically in the world. (laughs) Statistically. I mean, yeah. Um, so I pull up my dating record. Okay. Continue. (laughs) So I think I, I just want to say sorry. And I'm like, I, I wish I could hug you from uh, through the camera, my headphones, whatever you're listening from. But I think that your tears, your heartbreak, like it makes sense. I, I mean, whatever her reasons are for like this distance, who knows because she has her right to her emotions and stuff too. However, the way that she's handling this is not right Mm -hmm. and it's not fair to you. And I think it's putting you in a really horrible position to just constantly be getting like kicked in the face, like over and over by like trying to reach out. It's very immature of her. So immature. Mm -hmm. And, and I will say like, I think what Ash is saying is right. Like, I think you've already had enough, things happen to where I think it's pretty clear you need space for yourself mm-hmm. um, because I don't think it's fair for you to keep trying and her to keep meeting you with yeah. like nothing. You have to protect your heart. Yeah. The only thing I will add, because I, I was in a similar situation where there was a friendship and some distance happened and I reached out a few times in times where I really needed someone and she was just completely like not there ignoring me. And so I fully just cut her out. And then when she came back, it was like this weird awkwardness because we never really discussed mm-hmm. the middle part. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So the only thing I would add is I... Ash always says this. She's all, she's a very like, I do everything so that I know when I'm done, I did everything. So I would, I would say to just reach out 
whether whatever is comfortable for you, because at this point you need to do what's best for you. Stop caring about what she needs because she's not giving you anything. So if you feel like verbalizing stuff would help, do it. If you feel like writing it down would help, do it. But I would just say to her like, hey, we've been through so much. Like I've always considered you like one of my closest people. And honestly, I've been heartbroken with the way things have gone. I feel like I keep trying and you seem to not (laughs) be Mm -hmm. reciprocating it. So for my own sanity, like I'm going to start backing up if that's what you need. But like, I just want you to know that like, I love you and hopefully someday like we can like Mm -hmm. figure this out. But I think you just need to be really clear and honest. So then that way, hopefully someday she's going to be like, what is wrong with me and say it. Or this might be the opportunity where she's like, oh shoot, it's come to this point. Like I need to just tell her why I'm so bothered, you know? I love that. Maybe give it like one last effort. And, um, if you get another closed door, then, then that's your sign to, uh, move on. And hopefully she comes to her senses. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, like protect your heart too. I still have not recovered from, I've talked about a few episodes, like my main massive friend breakup, like still to this day, all of a sudden I'll like get super emo just Mm -hmm. watching that, like you know, he just had a kid or like just doing things in his life. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like yeah. I always thought like we'd be a part yeah. of that. Um, so I, it's not something like, don't expect just like all of a sudden one day you're like, cool, like moving on, whatever. Yeah. Like it's okay to miss people. It's okay to be sad about people and to at the same time, acknowledge and be grateful for the part they had in your life, mm-hmm. but also doing what's best for yourself. And yeah. I think Right now, with all of our limited mm-hmm. <laughs> opportunities and high emotion levels of being in this season that we're in, you need to do what's best for yourself and invest percent. in the friends that are actually investing back in you. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going to get drained. So, yeah. girl, I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for sharing. I feel yeah. like, oh my God, everyone has experienced this to a degree, right? Oh, fully. Um, and like Taryn said, yeah, I, I have a friend that I lost also. Um, I said that like she died. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> way you a, like look down yeah. too at the same time. She's alive and well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're no longer friends. We just simply drifted and it's still like, it's still a sting. It still burns a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, and I don't expect that to ever go away because I'll forever care about her. Yeah. And I, you know, and I, I think that's good to remind yourself, like there's the reason it stings is because what you had was real. Yeah. And what you shared was a beautiful thing. Like friendship is a beautiful thing and it's yeah. okay to mourn that and mourning, um, something that's real and, oh, and, and it's good to just remember the good times and yes. be like, you know what? That was a great thing. I don't know if we'll ever have that again, but, um, I'll never forget what we had. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So I'm so sorry, babe. That sucks. Yeah. Sending love, sending hugs, but maybe, ex- you know what? I'm, you know what? I'm excited for you. No, it is. You know why? Cause <laughs> I am so sorry. RTD2 ringtone because I'm a nerd. <laughs> um, I'm actually super pumped for you because when you lose a friend, there's a Taryn around the corner and she and will never leave. You. She will. It doesn't matter You're what gonna you do. You're going to have to kill her. It to doesn't get matter her. what you do. You'll never get rid of her. Um, and so I'm excited for you to find your Taryn. You, said, you will never get rid of her. <laughs> One day you'll blink and she moved in. <laughs> Shut up. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm crying. One day you open 
Dear George, she's <laughs> there standing she there. <laughs> oh, dad. Uh, okay. Your turn is around the corner. I'm very excited for you. Yep. Um, this was great. <laughs> it was great. It's an extra good episode. I, I love, I love when I feel like we don't like, when we don't try, the good ones happen. You yeah. Know? It's yeah, just yeah. how it is. I have a dad joke for us. I guys, Ashley came in and she goes, I have a dad joke. And I was like, it's oh, a big deal because I gosh. usually, I, I mean, as of lately, I feel like I've been coming in with the tearing it ups and you've been coming in with the dad yeah. jokes. We did a little switcheroo today. Love that. So here's this. Don't look. Oh, I did, but I did not see anything. Okay, I good. promise. Okay. I promise. She has a bad habit of looking I at my do. laptop. I do. I'm sorry. I'm it's because we're not in the studio. We're too close together. Yeah. <laughs> what did the baby corn say to the mama corn? Um... Pop something pop. Where's pop? <laughs> Are my guesses any better? Damn it! Yours? Wait, that's it. Where's popcorn? Oh, popcorn! <laughs> that's good, right? That's good. That's from one of you guys. One popcorn. of you guys sent that in. I didn't even have to look. That's why I showed up with one today. <laughs> I was like, oh, perfect. There it is. There she is. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you guys have a story um, that you want advice on or a funny uh, incident that happened mm-hmm. that you'd love a good, you know, love us to laugh at yeah. um, or just, just something difficult that you're struggling with, please send it in. We would love to give you our unprofessional advice. We love you guys so stinking much. I don't think you understand. Mm-mm. You never will. Our you love for will. you goes far, far far deeper far deeper oh if you bought if you got merch please Mm. uh send us pictures of you in it take a selfie tag us at ash nicole underscore xo at taryn and a and at unsolicited advice pod yep tag us i love how we put our our podcast one last (laughs) yeah we're like ours and then the pod and then the pod because we are the pod We we are we are the core the heart and body of the pod anyways high five what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> um, love right. you all. Love you guys. Bye. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.